1: The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR.
2: They are going crazy in Michigan as Junior is
3: looking for the checkered flag.
0: Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a hell of a guy. He's a guy that that I look up to.
3: Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the Daytona 500 for the second
4: time. Congrats to Junior. The world is right right now. Dale Jr. just won the Daytona
1: 500. The Motor Racing Network presents Junior's Journey.
4: Every time he
2: comes by, the fans give a hearty cheer and a fist pump as Junior
3: continues to lead. People adore him because he is just such a unique... Real down to earth person. I'm just a
4: pilot man, you know. I just want everybody to be happy. I want to do good, and, and uh, hopefully all of my dad's fans
5: enjoyed this. This is for all them.
1: From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Susie Armstrong.
5: Welcome to Part Eight of Junior's Journey: The Evolution of NASCAR's Most Popular Driver. On this edition, we'll delve into Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s transformation from a young rising star to the veteran superstar we know today. Everyone has life lessons to learn, but Dale Jr. went through a lot of these moments, and in some cases, the hardest moments in the spotlight. Managing director and friend Mike Davis says he's come a long way in the past 18 years.
0: You know, everybody grows up, you know, with, with years as they go by, you end up... Uh, having life experiences and going through things that you know make you a better man make you a better person dale came into the sport with a big spotlight on him and everything uh, there's a lot of media he had a huge sponsor and so uh, with budweiser and so you know he couldn't get out of the spotlight and then he goes off and wins a couple races and wins the all-star race and so like he was this thing but he had not really had a chance to kind of grow into his own skin Uh, And this was even before I had started with him. But if I can, even going back to 2004 when I did, uh, you know, join up uh, on Team Junior, the, uh, you know, there was a lot of growth to still be had for sure. And over the years, you know, as you expect with just about anybody, obviously he's matured a lot. He's uh, learned to appreciate things that you used to, you know, that younger people don't just tend to appreciate. I know it sounds like we're just a bunch of old guys here now saying, man, they just, these kids don't like it. They'll, don't don't appreciate things like we appreciate. Well, you know the fact of the matter is we all ended up having to go through stuff to realize the value of something. So take for instance an appearance. Dale hated appearances, and moreover, Dale was not a very social kind of guy to be as popular as he was. As he was, it wasn't because he was like a, a Kenny Wallace type special, a, a social. It, it wasn't like he was Michael Waltrip with all these you know hot takes and and funny lines and stuff. No, he wasn't. He was popular because he was, I don't know, real, authentic, good, and Earnhardt, Dale Sr.'s son. I mean, all those things. So he had, to, uh, he had to grow comfortable in just public appearances, and he used to not like them. Now he owns it. He embraces them. He looks forward to them even. So it's like uh, those are just things you, you grow and you learn. You look back on things you wish you'd have done better. I know that he's, you know, if he ever gets in moments of reflection, he looks back and goes, Man, I don't know why I, I don't know how people put up with me back then.
5: As Mike Davis mentioned, Dale Earnhardt Jr. did not like sponsor appearances. It was a part of the sport that Dale had to grow into. When I first
4: started racing, I didn't want to do anything but drive. I just, I didn't want to go do appearances. I hated doing, I hated doing appearances and uh, photo shoots and all that. I just thought that was just so boring. I didn't really understand how important they were, how critical they were to the marketing and the happiness of the partner. And you know, I think maybe owning a lot of different things sort of playing a role of maturing you. And owning Xfinity teams taught me a ton about how to, you know, why partners, what partners want, think, what they like, don't like, what they need from the driver, what they need from the owners, and certainly shaped my opinion and changed it on how I approach those things. I don't think I was impossible, but I, I, you know, there were days uh, when I was hard to work with, or hard to deal with, and um, I didn't want that reputation. You know, When I finished driving, I want people to say that I was fun to be with, fun to work with, and came in with a great attitude, good, did a good job, whether it's a photo shoot or a commercial shoot or, or a meet and greet or whatever, and um, I didn't care about that when I was younger. I didn't think about those things. I just thought, I like racing, I want to drive, I don't want to do nothing else. I want to go lay on the couch and eat Doritos and drink Mountain Dew and drive race cars. But I grew up, and it just took me a long time to figure all that out. But and I just think, being, you know, being around Jimmy, Rick, my sister, just right, being around people that have told me this thing, you know, told me certain things time and time again, you, it starts to click, and you realize the right thing, the right way to be and treat people and do things, and um, still not perfect, still got a lot of, lot of things I can do better.
5: Dale made a big step in his life on December 31st, 2016, when he tied the knot with Amy Ryman. It was a decision he wishes he'd made earlier.
4: Getting married has been, you know, incredible. I uh, wish I had figured all this out sooner. I'm frustrated with myself that I took so long to to grow up and because um, I got an amazing wife and and she's changed my life you know she's really helped me as a person become better uh, on all fronts Um, personally and all my friendships and relationships um, how I react with people and and treat people and and obviously being in my professional life she's helped me as a driver
5: veteran crew chief and Fox Sports analyst Larry McReynolds can see a difference in Dale and believes Amy and ex-crew chief Steve Letarte played a big role in his evolution. Well,
2: honestly, the the biggest thing that I've seen him change is what he has done uh, personally. Uh, You know, even, let's just say five or six years ago, you know, he would get out of that race car, he'd go to that motor coach, he'd, he'd shut the door, pull the curtains, cut the lights down, and we'd never see him again until about two or three minutes before practice or qualifying or even, you know, when he had to be somewhere on race day, he was like a hermit. Uh, it, you never saw him out, but I think as different people surrounded him, uh, and the two people that come to mind is now who is his wife, Amy. Uh, I think she played a big role in changing him. And then I got to be candid. I, I think Steve Latart was a huge influence on, on and Hart Jr. And they got him to understand and realize that you, you have to be a part of your race team. You can't just live your life. In, in the dungeon of a motor coach or in the dungeon of your house uh, here in North Carolina. And now, you know, I don't know how many years, again, not going very far back, we would interview and Hart Jr., and even if he was running good, he, he'd have his hat down over his eyes, and he never would look up. You know, he's kind of looking down at the ground. It's like, you know, why did we ever even interview him? We didn't get anything out of that interview, but we needed to, and we had to because he's and Hart Jr. Now he's, he's witty, he, he's upbeat. You know, even when he's had a, a bad day, he's still kind of upbeat and witty about himself. And I just see him doing things with social media that I never, ever thought I would see and Hart Jr. do. And I think the biggest thing, he's become a part of his race team. He said when he was out last year with that concussion, the biggest thing he missed was being a part of his team, being with his guys. And that's something that I never really saw and Hart Jr. do uh, whether it was Xfinity Series or in his early part of his Cup career. But I, I do believe that Amy and Steve Latart were big influences on on the change that we've seen him go through.
5: Junior's mother, Brenda Jackson, credits his wife Amy with bringing out Dale's compassion for others. Well, he's, he certainly has matured a great deal in the last 10 years. I, I mean, even when he was smaller, he was always
4: more immature than what his age was and even in his twenties, I'm like, you know, y'all you're not gonna kill yourself on a racetrack, you're gonna kill yourself doing all this crazy stuff you and these guys do. But he's he really has matured a whole lot in, um, in in the last ten years and Amy's help has been to get him out and to make him think about somebody else. Not not that he const- not that he always thinks of himself, but just to put himself in other people's shoes, getting out in the world and seeing what's going on and having more compassion for everything, and so she's she's been tremendous in that respect.
5: With Dale's personal life clearly in the right direction, he changed his attitude on the track as well veteran crew chief slugger labby explains well
0: i think he's learned how to handle adversity you know when when things go bad there's no sense getting all mad and pissed and yelling at everybody because it doesn't fix the problem the problem already happened so it's how you react to the situation and I, I think he's done a good job of trying to put things behind him and look ahead uh, to get him to where he needs to be and, and that makes a true driver you know if, if you're mad all the time and angry how can you focus and uh, i think he's realized That if you know things are going to happen, it's not a perfect world, things are not always going to go great every day, every lap, Uh, and he's learned how to handle that to me. uh, That's one of the biggest things that I've noticed he's changed is how to handle adversity.
5: In 2016, Dale Earnhardt Jr. missed half the season due to concussion like symptoms. Watching the races from the sideline gave him an opportunity to appreciate the sport from another angle.
4: I got a chance to be in the garage area at Dover and watch the drivers come in that morning for practice, and it was a really eye-opening experience to see. It was like an out-of-body experience almost to watch all that happen. And, I, you know, look, looking at them as, and, and knowing that that was me. Being out of the car certainly made me anxious to get back in and, and happy. You know, I, I'm happy to be able to come back here and uh, and continue to compete. Got real close to not being able to compete. You know, got got real close to being uh, being someone else's decision whether I competed or not.
5: Head injuries are a big concern these days in all facets of professional sports, and NASCAR is no different. Dale recognized that more work needs to be done in that field of science and decided to pledge his brain to further the research.
4: I will be uh, donating my brain or pledging my brain is what they like to say to the uh, Concussion Legacy Foundation. I was a donor already uh, for many years as my driver's license would attest, and so it seemed like a likely, uh, a reasonable thing to do for me. So I was anything that I can do to to help others Um, but hopefully the science is advanced far beyond where it is today and they don't need it but uh it was something that I uh, didn't have to ask myself you know whether I wanted to do it or not I going through that process in 2012 I learned so much and have so much respect for the the work that those uh, those doctors are doing and and you know was inspired by some of the athletes that have that have um plays their brains before me
5: no matter if you're a fan of dale earnhardt jr or not it's hard to deny that the man is authentic down to earth and someone who respects the importance of the race fan nascar hall of famer mark martin has been there to see dale throughout his career and understands why the fans love him so much
3: people adore him because he is just such a unique real down-to-earth person and and he is an amazing guy uh, one of the finer human beings that, that I've known, so respectful of the sport and the history of the sport. Uh, I've seen him grow and transform. The first time I saw him, he was probably five years old, and he's a little little boy. And you know, I've seen him go through, uh, you know, the, all the stages and deal with the popularity that he's dealt with, and sort of introvert, uh, withdrawn. Stages uh, through his middle of his career because you know of all that popularity, and then to see him really come into his own and really open up to the fans and to, to everyone and just really be a fantastic person. And if social media is a good example of that, you know, he's, uh, he's one of the coolest people to follow on social media, and you would have never dreamed he would, you know, 10 years ago. He wasn't a candidate to have ever been on social media, you know. So he has ever evolved into the most popular driver for for a good reason. He's really a real. He's for real, and uh, he's damn good for our sport.
5: As Mark Martin mentioned, it wasn't too long ago that it would have been hard to find Dale Jr. on any form of social media. These days, Dale is one of the most active drivers on Twitter.
4: I've enjoyed talking to my fans, the late-nighters that we've had. I tell them what I'm drinking, they tell them what they're drinking, and and uh, we just talk about different topics. They sometimes turn into stories, and, and uh, it's pretty overwhelming to see that have such an impact on everybody, but... We used to, when I first started racing, when I ran late Models and was sponsored uh, by some smaller companies, we'd go to the grocery store and sit out front with a car. We'd sign autographs to anyone who walked up and it would just be whoever, it, you know, it half a dozen, two dozen people in an hour, maybe, at the max. And when I ran nationwide, uh, in the first couple of cup seasons, we'd go autograph, do autograph, two-hour autograph sessions in Walmarts and stuff like that. We were always doing those kind of grassroots functions and we don't do those anymore all our appearances now are really interactive where we might you know go drive a tank or or uh you know would we'll, we'll, they're just they're it's less you know stand in line meet and greets and you don't have that one-on-one interaction anymore with the fans and twitter's really gave that back to not only me but the fan to where we can talk about Whatever, anything. And uh, there's, you know, we all have the same, we all might have something in common and we share that in our conversations. And so that's really been good experience. I've enjoyed it, uh, to be honest with you.
5: There's no denying that Dale Earnhardt Jr. has come a long way in the last 20 years. And if he could give advice to his younger self, he would say. Well, I'd
4: say a lot, you know. I think that one thing, don't take yourself too seriously. You know, I'll, You know, make fun of yourself, have fun making fun of yourself and uh um don't worry about people judging and and just put yourself out there yeah i don't know you know it's really hard because i still i still have a lot to learn and put too much pressure on myself so i would probably tell myself not to do that try to really enjoy driving cars you're here because you like it you're here because you want to do it because it's fun have fun don't make it so much so hard
5: that it's not fun right join us next week on junior's journey as we explore his involvement with his nascar xfinity series team junior motorsports i
4: met tj majors on the internet racing online we became friends i helped him a little bit race some cars up north some little quarter scale stuff and then we moved him down we built a street stock and went racing that was the beginning of junior motorsports right there when we built that street stock car That was the first car Junior Motorsports put on the racetrack.
5: Until then, I'm Susie Armstrong. Have a great week.
1: Junior's Journey is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Junior's Journey is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.